Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to the Having It All podcast, the show about what it takes to live an abundant, loving life. My name is Matthew Bivens, and each week I'm helping you get out of your head so that you can truly have it all. Let's do it. What's going on, my awesome friend? Welcome back to the Having It All podcast. I am Matthew Bivens, your balanced lifestyle coach, and this is the show where we talk about creating your own abundant, loving life. That's what the all and having it all stands for, abundant, loving life. Because here we know that having it all has nothing to do with what you possess. It's all about your mindset and your beliefs and your beingness, how you're showing up in life. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much for joining me in today's super cool conversation. First of all, I hope you've just been having an awesome day. And this is the beginning of your day. I'm giving you props for choosing to start your day off with something powerful and and impactful and energizing. That is how you show up for yourself and make a deposit. And I really just hope that in the midst of everything going on in your life right now, you're able to see the silver lining. You're able to recognize the opportunity, the growth opportunity, the healing opportunity, the level up opportunity. And you're able to tap into that incredibly powerful person that you are because you are so freaking powerful. You absolutely are. And in today's conversation, I'm going to be teaching you how to actually coach yourself through the chronic stresses of everyday life. And part of what I'm going to share with you is I'm going to remind you as to how powerful and how wise you already are. So I'm very excited about this episode because I have a, a very relevant and very recent example of coaching myself through some major chronic stress that I'm going to be sharing and giving examples of all throughout this episode. It's going to be very, very cool. And I'm actually going to switch up the order of things a little bit because normally we kick off with magic, but my magic actually is what we're going to be talking about throughout the whole episode. So we're going to change things around and... I want to just start things off by sharing with you that, you know, we're talking about stress right now, and and stress can be an absolute beast to overcome. Stress is one of those things that all of us experience. We all experience it in our own ways, but very few of us can say that they've actually mastered stress. I have mastered stress. 
Now, that doesn't mean that I don't ever get stressed. What it means is that I'm able to recognize it. I'm able to address that stress. I'm able to overcome it. And in the midst of it, find my peace, my flow, my presence, and my power. And I can do it very, very effectively. The reason is because I've been spending close to almost 10 years being incredibly intentional on putting myself in stressful situations again and again and again. Deliberately stepping into my fears and making it a habit to move through and beyond my comfort zone. And I've been working very intentionally on how to handle and manage and deal with both the chronic and acute stress that life throws at us. And so I say all of that because even though I'm going to be teaching you today how to do this, I want you to know that if you need some help dealing with the chronic stress in your life, I'm here and I can help you. So get in touch with me because I can teach you the mindsets, the practices, and the tools that can literally allow you to coach yourself through anything that life presents you. I'm talking anything. The ups, the downs, the breakthroughs, the breakdowns, all of it. You'll be able to not just get through it, not just survive the stress, but thrive in the midst of it. It is absolutely possible. And it's part of having it all. Because remember, having it all is a mindset, it's an attitude, it's a belief system, it's a paradigm, it's a way of viewing and approaching life, and it's a beingness. And all of that can be learned. So if you're interested in learning that and working with me, get in touch. You can shoot me an email at matthew at matthewbivens.com. Okay, let's share some magic because this is is some cool stuff and I've been really excited to talk about this on the show. So if you are a longtime listener, then you've heard me talk about these things that I do every 90 days called a game day. And the game day is part of this bigger thing, this bigger game called the Your Day Balance Game. What the Your Day Balance Game is, it's a health and fitness platform that's powered by love and balance. So health and fitness that's powered by love and balance. And it's a three-dimensional game which means there are three different dimensions or three different ways that we look at your overall health and fitness and, and overall well-being in the Orde Balance Game. So we look at your fitness. That's the movement of your body, exercising, things like that. We look at your balanced lifestyle. That's your habits, the things that you're doing day in and day out, the conversations you're placing yourself in, the environments, your friends, the folks you surround yourself with, all of that encompasses your balanced lifestyle. And we look at your consciousness. And your consciousness is your awareness of your relationship to yourself, to others, and to life. And so for each one of those dimensions, fitness, lifestyle, and consciousness, there's a way to get measured and to see where you're at, to actually get a number and get a score as to how you're showing up in life in each one of those areas. And so a game day is the way that the fitness component is measured. And every 90 days, myself and anybody else who plays the Orde Balance game, we take a game day. And so 
I have been taking game days since 2013. So for every 90 days since 2013, I've taken the game day. And there are five different levels that you can progress through. Beginner, intermediate, advanced, pro, and all-star. And you have to start off at beginner and work your way up. No matter what level of fitness you're at, you always, everybody starts at beginner. So over the course of the seven years that I've taken these game days, I have marched up that ladder, and currently I'm at the pro level. So I've been taking pro-level game days since before Maya was born, so over four years now, which means, again, if I take four a year for four years, I've taken about 16 of these pro-level game days. And I just took my most recent game day last Thursday, so just a couple of days ago, and I scored the best score that I've ever done. And that's awesome, and that's magical, but that's not the specific magic I want to share today because the specific magic has to do in the third quarter of my game day. So the first quarter of a game day measures your body composition. The second quarter measures your strength. Third quarter measures your cardio. And fourth quarter measures your flexibility. So it was in that third quarter, the cardio quarter, that I had my sights set on getting the most points I possibly could, getting the maximum number of points, which would be 25 points. Every quarter, you can get up to 25 points, and then at the end, you tally all your points together, and you get your total out of 100 points. So I scored an 84, which was, a, which was an awesome score, and my goal on my last game day was to max out my run. In order to max out my run, I needed to run four and a half miles in 30 minutes or less. So if I could run 30, four and a half miles in 30 minutes, then I would max my run. And I'd never done that before. I'd gotten close. I'd gotten very, very close, but I'd never done it before. So on Thursday, I went into this game day with that goal in my mind. And now take, you know, take into consideration that the third quarter, it comes after your strength quarter. So I did my run after doing all these different strength exercises, including some pretty pretty intense squat holds, which pretty much torched my legs. And so, you know, you, you go through the first quarter in your game day, you get measured in your body comp, then you jump into your second quarter and you're, you know, you're you're doing pull-ups and handstand presses and squat holds and push-ups on a yoga ball, you're doing all sorts of different things as in a pro game day. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day low actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus 
And then it came time for my run. And, you know, I had this goal of maxing it. And I knew it was possible. I believed it was possible for myself. I'm like, I can do this. And so I had a whole plan in my mind. And I jump on the treadmill. My plan was, let me get to nine miles an hour as fast as I possibly can. Because I knew if I averaged nine miles an hour, then in half an hour, I was going to do 4.5 miles. So I'm always doing the math like that. So that was my goal. So what happened is I jump on the treadmill and I quickly start ramping my speed up. I'm at 8.0 really fast, 8.2, 8.5. And within about five minutes, that's when I wanted to be at nine miles an hour, but I was feeling winded. I felt like, oh man, okay, this is a little bit faster than what I thought it was going to feel like to get to nine miles an hour within the first five minutes. So I didn't hit my nine mile an hour goal until about minute seven or eight. And I was, I was sucking wind by about that time. And so I locked in at nine miles an hour at around eight minutes and I just was cruising. And again, I've done a lot of these. I've done 16 pro game days. So I know what it's like to be on that treadmill for 30 minutes and just, you know, hauling butt trying to, to get as far as you can. So I understood the mental game that I was stepping into. What I did not uh, really, uh, what, what I did not prepare for was how grueling of a mental game this particular game day was going to be for me. Because after that, those first like 10 minutes, as I started marching closer to the halfway mark, I start to have these really fascinating conversations with myself. And the conversations became quite uh, disempowering pretty darn quickly to where I get to about the 16, 17 minute mark. That's just over halfway. Remember, I'm doing 30 minutes. And I'm starting to negotiate with myself to drop my speed, which is something I never have done. I never drop my speed. When I jump on that treadmill and I begin, I go. I go for it. And I don't drop my speed down. So... For me to get to that 17-minute mark and start to negotiate, like, all right, I'm at 9.2 right now. I'm really feeling it. Like, man, you've got 13 more minutes left, man. Like, you know, how are you going to do this? So why don't you just drop your speed back a little bit and, you know what, just just let go of this goal of maxing it. It's not going to happen today. Just let go of it. And, oh, man, why don't you drop it down to eight because you're really feeling it right now and, like, my, my, my vision's going spotty and, your, your limbs are getting all tingly. So this is the conversation that's going on in my head. And that is where I really was presented with a number of, of, of opportunities to choose. Because when you're in that third quarter in the game day and you're on the treadmill, what you're being presented with is chronic stress. Stress over a long period of time. Right, 30 minutes is a long time to run at a very high speed. And so if you aren't able to relate to chronic stress in a powerful way, you will get burned up. The fear will get you. And what was happening to me is the fear was getting me. It, it, its roots were just going deep within me to where I'm negotiating with myself as to how I'm going to get out of this chronic stress. But what happened was I started to feel that that conversation that it wasn't I, I won't say that it was all the way as to like encouraging and loving and like I can do it it was like okay let me just hang on for a little bit longer and that conversation started to get a little louder and I said to myself okay 
let's go for one more minute, and then you can decide if you're going to drop it down. So I went from 18 to 19. And I was like, okay, I made it to 19. I was like, all right, let me work on trying to make it to 20. Went from 19 to 20. Okay, you made it to 20. And, you know, my mind is also battling a little bit, thinking, oh, you still got 10 more minutes left. You, how are you going to make it for 10 more minutes? And I'm playing this game where I'm trying to pull my attention back into the present moment where my mind keeps wanting to go off into the future and, and speculate as to how much longer or how, how much more, you know, grueling this is going to be to stay in this, top, this high speed for so long. And I'm just playing this tug of war battle back and forth between love and fear, back and forth, back and forth between being present and being absent, back and forth, back and forth, trying to affirm myself and coach myself and guide myself and just, just, you know, give myself a little bit of words and, and encouragement to stay present and to stay in the flow. And I started to just take this run 30 seconds at a time. If I can get to the next 30 seconds. I'll be okay. All right, 2130. If I can get to the next 30 seconds, I'll be okay. And I literally took it 30 seconds at a time for the next five, six, seven minutes. And what happened was I started to calm down. My my affirmation started to shift from let me just get it 30 seconds at a time to I trust myself and I trust my body. And I trust that I can do this. I have built a body that can do this. I trust that I'm getting the oxygen that I need into my lungs. And I trust that that oxygen is going to where it needs to go. I trust that my body is doing everything that it needs to in order for me to complete this run. And again, by this point, I have abandoned the idea of maxing it. I'm just trying to complete it. So I keep marching on 25, 26 minutes. And I start to like, you know, calm myself down. And as I calm myself down, I got a little bit more clear. The fuzziness kind of went away. And I wasn't just focusing on the next breath and the next breath and the next breath. I started to regain a little bit of my my pep, a little bit of my my power. And I said, you know what? I never dropped my speed down. So I'm still on pace to do this thing. And that's about 27 minutes in. So I've got three minutes left. And I locked in. I was like, you know what? I can still do this. So I start cranking up the treadmill, getting closer to 10 miles an hour. And my last 90 seconds, I hit it to 11 miles an hour. And my last minute, I hit it to 12 miles an hour. And I just hauled butt for the last minute. That's, that's, as, that's as fast as the, as the treadmill will go, 12 miles an hour. And I was just continuing those affirmations. I trust myself. I was continuing to stay in the present moment and take it one breath at a time, not even getting ahead of myself to think about the next 45 seconds, the next 30 seconds, the next 20 seconds, I just stayed right in the moment. And I did it. I maxed the run. I ended up coming in 4.52 miles in 30 minutes. And let me tell you, that feeling of, first of all, completing that run without dropping my speed, and second of all, maxing it, it was one of the most incredible feelings in my life. And part of that I know is because it was one of the most mentally challenging physical experience that I've I've ever had in my entire life. And this is, you know, I've been an athlete for my entire life. I've been did been exercising and playing sports and doing all sorts of things my entire life, and I have never been in a physical situation that was so mentally grueling 
than those 30 minutes. And so when I was complete, I jumped off the treadmill. I still had some some pep in me. Like I gave it all that I had, but man, I had enough to walk around and high five the people in the room because I had a crowd around me at that point just watching me. And I high five myself, give myself props. And it was it's been something that I've I've shared as magic uh, the last couple of, of um, opportunities that I've had with my community and you know on on my my app feed and different things like that because I want to share this this is this was a magical moment a very powerful moment for me and it segues so perfectly into today's conversation because throughout that 30 minutes I was coaching myself on dealing with chronic stress and I literally was actively coaching myself, particularly from that minute 17 and on. It was a moment-to-moment, second-to-second, breath-to-breath coaching that I was doing on myself. And that was how I was able to surrender, to get present, tap into my power, flow, and ultimately complete and max out that run. And everything that I did during that time were techniques that I learned and I honed over time that I was able to pull out when I needed to use them most. And so, first things first, as we segue from my story into how you can now do this for yourself, first things first is that you've got to know that you are wise. You are incredibly wise, much more wise than you think. And nine times out of ten, when it comes to a life situation or a life scenario that has to do with growth or development or healing or whatever, just just being the most awesome version of you. Nine times out of 10, you know exactly what you need to be doing or saying or thinking or being in order to win, in order to persevere, in order to flow. You know exactly what you need to be doing. And so part of living an abundant loving life is doing those things, doing the things that you know are effective for you, using your tools, surrendering when you know you need to be letting go, and digging deep when you're fearing the feeling of being uncomfortable. And so I say that because when you are presented with these opportunities in life to either step into love and step into fear, you might believe that you aren't equipped, and I don't buy that. Because if you're listening to this podcast, it means you're interested in these types of conversations. And I bet this wasn't the first thing you've ever listened to that helped you to, to empower yourself, to build some more tools, to build some grit, to persevere, to create the life you want. I bet you you've been reading these things, listening to these things, watching these things for a while. And over that time, you've picked up some tools. You've gained some wisdom. And you've applied things. You've done things in the past. You've created wins and breakthroughs for yourself. And so you have so much wisdom. And so what is so cool about that is that you can coach yourself. And so when you're like sitting in in one of those potential, maybe you're in right now, like a circumstance that you just don't know what to do. My advice to you, and I'm going to give you a whole list of things in just a minute, but just like on a big level, my advice to you is basically just pretend 
that you're coaching a clone of yourself who's going through the exact same stress that you're going through. What advice would you give them? What feedback would you give them? What things would you tell yourself to watch out for? What tools would you remind yourself that, hey, you've got this in your back pocket. You know how to do this. You've done this before. What would you be telling yourself? Right? Because when you are in those stressful situations, it's fascinating what goes out the window. <laughs> like it would be great if, from what I just said, hey, pretend you're talking to a clone of yourself. If that right there just fixed everything. You could just apply that and now everything's fixed, right? That'd be awesome. It doesn't really work that way. Reason being because when you're in that stress, when you're in that chronic stress, one of the things that chronic stress does very masterfully is it pulls you out of the present moment. It makes you absent. And when it pulls you out of the present moment, it pulls you out of your power. It pulls you away from your wisdom. It pulls you away from all that knowledge that you have. Now remember, chronic stress is stress over time. Acute stress is stress that happens in, in a small amount of time, like in a moment. Right? Acute stress is you get in a car accident. Boom. Stress happens immediately. Bam. It hits you right in the head. Right? That's acute stress. Chronic stress is like raising kids. <laughs> stress over time. Now, chronic stress is, are the things that you deal with day in and day out. The things that you wake up to each and every day. They're your responsibilities. They're those things that put mild stress on your body over a long period of time. And your body interprets just life responsibilities as stress. And so when that stress is too high, when it's not managed, then that chronic stress is too high, it's going to turn acute. It will. And you'll have those moments where it's like things are kind of high, 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 and then they peak, they spike, boom, big spike. That's the acute stress. That's the chronic that just shot up into acute. And that happens when you don't know how to deal with the chronic stress in your life. It becomes acute. Now, there's two ways to relate to it. There's two ways to deal with that stress. First way is by being present. The second way is by being absent. Present means you're in the now. You're looking at what's directly in front of you. You're aware of your current experience and you're being with it. That's what present means. Absent means that you're either too far in the future or you're too far in the past. And essentially, when you're doing that, you're just trying to run away from the stress that's right in front of you. So being able to navigate chronic stress in your life is a difference between being cool, being calm, being collected, and being scattered, worried, fearful. And so your wisdom that thing that you have, your wisdom and your ability to coach yourself happens in the present. It happens when you are present. So the question is, how do you stay present and how do you stay powerful during chronic stress when you are in the middle of chronic stress? That's the question. And I'm glad you asked. Because <laughs> now I want to share with you some steps, 
And these are the steps that you can use to literally coach yourself through chronic stress. And the reason why I told you that big story of me maxing that that pro-level game day run is because there were moments all throughout that 30 minutes when I dipped into my toolbox and I pulled out tools and I coached myself. And I'm going to share them with you as I go through these steps. So the very first step to coaching yourself through chronic stress is you have to recognize the ways in which the chronic stress actually shows up in your body, right? You've got to know that it's coming or you got to know that it's already there. If you aren't aware of that, then you aren't present to it. You don't, you don't have the awareness around it. You aren't going to be able to do anything about it. You know what I mean? So first of all, you've got to just understand what happens in my body. Like ask yourself, what happens in my body when it's stressed? There's a lot of different places that people carry stress. You might be carrying it in your chest or feeling it in your chest. Maybe it's a shortness of breath. Maybe your heart rate goes up. Maybe your shoulders get all knotted. Maybe your neck hurts. Maybe you feel queasy in the stomach. Whatever it is, you got to start recognizing where and how that stress shows up in your body. So for me, when I was on that treadmill and I was in the midst of that stress, it started showing up, first of all, my vision. I just started to feel fuzzy in the head. And that created a little sense of like panic. You know, the panic feeling I had and my limbs were kind of going a little bit like like they were just losing their strength. Like they weren't, they, I don't know, the best way to explain it is like they just felt like they were losing their power. And, you know, like my battery was just shutting off. So that's how I started to recognize, okay, this stress is hitting me because I'm feeling a bit panicked in my mind and my body is responding to that panic mind. Step number two is you got to understand that your power always lies in the present moment. You have to know that. Your power is not in the future or in the past. How do you know if you're in the future? Well, because you're worrying, you're feeling anxiety, or you're feeling fear. You only feel those things when you're thinking about something that is that you believe is ahead of you. How do you know you're in the past? Because you're feeling regret, or you're feeling remorse, or you're feeling guilt, or you're feeling shame. Those are feelings associated with things that have already happened. So chronic stress is, by definition, long-lasting. So if you start playing this game of just trying to outlast it and wait for it, it's going to most likely end with you losing that battle. The fear is going to get you at some point. It will. And when you're thinking of, like, I'm just going to wait this out, a lot of times you're thinking about that end goal. And remember, your power always lies in the present moment. So when you remember that, what you're able to do is shift your perspective, and you can see the chronic stress as a major growth opportunity for you. Because if you can handle that stress that you're in, if you can handle it, the stress that's in front of you right now, then that's going to be a win for you. And you can take that win with you everywhere. You can put that right in your back pocket. And you can remember that the next time stress hits. And by remembering how you showed up powerfully in the midst of one example of stress, That's going to help you to feel more empowered. That's going to help you build your confidence for the next bit of stress that hits you. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. 
Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. So for me, the way it showed up on that run was I was constantly working on pulling myself back into the present moment. Even though the present moment was painful, my lungs were burning, my legs were feeling it, right? I was still trying to pull myself back into that present moment because I knew that when I was in minute 18, if I was focusing on minute 30, I was done. I was done for. It was not going to happen. It was not going to happen because 12 minutes was an eternity, when you're in the midst of that chronic stress and it's burning, it's kicking your butt, a minute can feel like an hour. An hour can feel like a year, right? And so I knew that my only shot was to get super present and to coach myself through it. And that leads us to step number three. Got to understand that how you choose to respond to the stress is either going to enhance it or it's going to minimize it. So, That means you have the power to feel more stress or feel less stress. It's not up to the stress itself. Remember that. The treadmill did not dictate how I was going to flow. I did. The state of the economy does not dictate how you're going to flow. You are. Whatever is happening in your relationship or your household or your job will not dictate how you feel about your life, about your present opportunities, about your abundant loving life. It doesn't have that power unless you give it away. And so it's just important to remember that you have the power here. You can influence how you feel by focusing your thinking. That's how it works. If you want to feel different, think different thoughts. Yeah, it really can be that simple. A lot of times, the reason why we are feeling stressed and feeling anxious and feeling worried is because we're thinking certain thoughts that carry with them stress and anxiety and worry. It makes sense, right? If you think about things that are scary, you're probably going to feel fear. The flip side is the same as well. If you think about something that is funny, you're probably going to feel lighter. You might even laugh. See, we do this stuff all the time, but we forget about it in the moment of the stress. And so remember, the way that you choose to respond to that stress is either going to enhance the stress, it's going to make it more stressful, or it's going to minimize it. It's going to reduce it. So for me, when I'm on that treadmill, I knew that the conversation in my head was either going to have me focused on one breath at a time, which is going to keep me going, or... It was going to have me thinking about how much time I had left. And in that case, the fear was just going to 
was going to get me. So I was very aware to that. And I was constantly trying to pull, you know, I said that tug of war game. I was trying to get myself back into those feelings of present, of love, of flow, of peace, of trust. So step number four in coaching yourself through chronic stress is you have to catch the thoughts that are making the stress worse. So have you ever been to a sporting event and they have the applause meter So what they like to do at, at big sporting events is they'll like divide the crowd in half and they'll say the left side of the stadium, clap, and everybody will clap and they have this meter that measures how high or how loud your claps are. And then they say, all right, right side of the room, clap, and then measures it again and yada, yada. So when you're dealing with that chronic stress, you've got a similar sort of meter that oscillates back and forth between love and fear, between present and absent, between faith and flow versus not trusting yourself and resisting. And your thoughts, right, the thoughts are either going to push that needle towards a direction of love, of being present, of flowing, or it's going to push that needle towards fear, towards being absent, and towards resistance. And so you got to catch those thoughts that are making the stress worse. You have to be aware that, oh man, when I think this thought, my needle, the plazometer needle goes in the direction. It just tilts over there in the direction of fear. And it pulls me away from being present. It tilts in the direction of absence. And that sucks all your power away. So you had to be able to catch that. And so when I was on that treadmill, I could feel that power slipping. I could feel that needle wobbling. Anytime I thought about how much time I had left or what was going on in my lungs or I can't breathe or whatever, anytime I did that, that, me, that, that needle started to go you know, towards a direction of absent and fear. And any time that I said, okay, one breath at a time, let me just do 30 more seconds. I trust my body. I'm getting enough oxygen. Any time that I was stacking the deck of, of thoughts in that direction, the needle was moving and my power went up. So step number four is you have to be able to catch those thoughts. Because if you can't catch the thoughts, then you've got no shot because those thoughts are either going to give you power or take your power away. Those thoughts are going to either keep you present or make you go absent. And if you stay absent long enough, the chronic stress will get you. It'll either cause a breakdown or it'll turn to acute stress and burn you up, cause a breakdown anyway. That's what happens. So the fifth step in coaching yourself through chronic stress is to change your internal conversation. So by now, you understand how it works. You've been able to catch those thoughts that are moving you out of being present and loving and into being absent and fearful. And so when you find yourself that needle moving, you got to change the internal conversation. And you do that by adding more loving and more affirming thoughts that are going to literally tip the scales. You've got to be stacking more of those thoughts, those loving thoughts, those affirming thoughts, those I trust myself thoughts, those I can do this, the I'm divinely protected the I can figure this out, the I've been here before, all of those thoughts, you got to continue to stack those things on the side of, you know, on the love side, on the present side. 
Because anytime you don't do that, you're going to start dropping those thoughts on the fear side. And it's t- the, the, the scales are going to tip a little bit. And so when I was on that treadmill, in my mind, I was literally chanting, I trust my body. I trust my body. I trust my body. I'm getting all the air that I need. And I'm sending that air exactly where it needs to go. One breath at a time. One breath at a time. I can go for 30 more seconds. And I was on repeat. It was a broken record in my mind. Just churning those stocks again and again and again. Because I knew and I was seeing it happen. Anytime I stopped thinking that way, the fear jumped in. You still have eight more minutes. <gasps> How are you going to do it? <gasps> you may need to drop your speed. You know, as soon as I stopped the affirmations, as soon as I stopped the empower, empowering thoughts, the fear jumped right in. And so I had to constantly be, be churning that wheel of those powerful thoughts and just keep dripping them, keep dripping them, keep dripping them. And what happened is it actually became like, like I said, like a mantra. You know, it's like my feet got in line and my breath and my thinking, it was all, they were all moving in the same direction. And it was, it creates like this little trance, you know, you just sort of zone out and you just focus on whatever is going on. That was the case for me, right? That's what happened when in that physical chronic stress circumstance. It's going to be different for whatever chronic stress that you're in. However, the same, the same thing applies where you change your internal conversation. So the sixth step in coaching yourself through chronic stress is go to the other tools in your toolbox, right? The first tool that you turn to may not work. It may not be powerful enough, or maybe you haven't honed it well enough. You may not be experienced enough at using it. And so if it doesn't work, grab another one, right? Because you've handled this stuff before in the past. At some point in your past, you've handled this type of chronic stress. You've handled acute stress. You've done it before. So you've got a tool, some tool you can turn to, right? Even if that tool is going in your car and screaming at the top of your lungs, that's still a tool. You've got something in your tool belt that you can turn to, to use. So if the first one doesn't work, grab another one. If that doesn't work, grab another one. If reminders and affirmations don't work for you, then try taking some deep breaths. If deep breaths don't work for you, then remove yourself from the immediate situation if possible and go collect yourself somewhere else. If that doesn't work, then do the thing that does work for you. That's a huge part of this, understanding what works for you, right? And, and part of doing that is just reflecting on some of the wins you've had in the past. When have you dealt with chronic stress and how did you get through it? If you're listening to this podcast right now, that means whatever chronic stress you were experiencing in the past, it didn't kill you, so you made it through. Or if you're working on getting through it right now in this moment, then you're obviously doing something to keep you present rather than keep you thinking about all the stress that you need to deal with. So remember those things that have been effective and use them. Use whatever works for you. You know, podcasts and blogs and YouTube and Instagram are going to give you so many different ideas, so many different things, but you got to do what works for you. When I was on that treadmill, I did not pull out tools that didn't work for me. That would not have been effective. So I had to use the ones that I knew worked for me and ones that I had 
honed over time that I've gotten really effective with. Right? And so when my affirmations and reminders didn't work anymore, then I would focus on breathing for just 30 more seconds. And when that didn't look like it was going to work anymore, then I would just focus on one breath at a time. And when that wasn't working, I was literally using my hand to like mimic scooping you know, air into my body and then passing it down. Right? I was pulling out all the stops. That's what you got to do. If one tool doesn't work, go to the next. If that one doesn't work, go to the next. And here's sort of a, a, a 6.0, 6.5 tip. When you are out of the chronic stress, that's a great opportunity for you to start developing new tools. So if you start rummaging through your toolbox and you find that, oh man, I don't really think I have a lot of tools, well then, start trying some new things. Start picking up some new habits. Go and look at those Instagram posts or those other podcasts and blogs that give you 50 different things you can do to deal with stress and try some out. And stick with some and add them to your toolbox so that when you do hit the chronic stress, you can turn to them with confidence. The seventh and final step in coaching yourself through chronic stress is you've got to spot the takeaways and learn the lessons. So whether you were able to effectively stay present and channel that love and overcome the stress or If a stress got the best of you this time, there is always a takeaway and a lesson to be learned. So what were they for you? You've got to reflect on those moments. Reflect on those things that you have gone through. And because by reflecting on them, you're going to remember what worked and what didn't work. And by doing that, you're going to be better equipped for the next round of stress that hits you. If you don't do that, if you aren't present to what worked, and what didn't work, and you do more of what worked and less of what didn't work, then you're just going to repeat the circumstance again and again and again. You're going to keep recreating the same stress over and over and over again. And you're probably going to get the same exact result over and over and over again. And if you stay in that space, it is so easy to feel like a victim to life. Why does this always happen to me? Why do I always get in car accidents? Why do my relationships always go this way? Why me? Why me? Why me? It's because you're not getting the lesson. You're missing it. And if you miss it, you're just going to repeat it again and again and again. And so when I was complete with that run, I was literally walking around the room high-fiving everybody who was there, all those folks who were cheering me on, and I high-fived myself. And I lay down on the floor and I sat there and I said, man, you earned some stripes today. And I reflected back on what transpired over those 30 minutes. And I thought about how I was able to deal with the stress as the time wore on. Because I knew, first of all, I know that I take this game day every 90 days. So it's going to be wise for me to learn what was effective and what wasn't. Because I know I'm going to repeat this exact same scenario in 90 days. That's the first thing. The second thing is I understand that what I was simulating on that treadmill was just life stress. Chronic stress is chronic stress, whether it happens on a treadmill or in a 30-minute run or in a challenging relationship or in a tough financial time or when your health is down and you don't know what's going on. 
Those are all examples of chronic stress. And your body responds to it the exact same way. So the lessons that I learned from that run can be applied to life. They can be applied to life. And so by stopping and pausing and reflecting on how I was able to show up during those moments, I can put that in my pocket and remind myself and pull them out when life presents itself with some stuff that stresses me out. Because you know it's going to. That's just what life does. We experience chronic stress as a result of the responsibilities, all the things we take on in life. That's a chronic stress. So you've got to be able to spot those takeaways and those lessons and learn from them. It doesn't necessarily mean that the next time the stress hits you that you are 100% efficient and effective at using the new tool. No, but your awareness, you want your awareness to just grow a little bit. You want your proficiency in using the tool and in managing the stress to grow a little bit. Because if you stack enough of those on top of one another, you will begin to be able to master stress. That's exactly how I did it. I'm telling you, almost 10 years of doing these game days, of stepping into scary situations, of deciding to choose love over fear again and again and again on anything that would stress me out, that would create massive anxiety within me, I was going to step into it. I made that commitment to myself almost 10 years ago. And I constantly have been doing that. And that's how you start to develop this this skill set in dealing with stress. That's how you start to develop trust in your tools. The only way you're going to trust your tools is if you use them. If you don't ever use them, you will never trust them. And therefore, you will never use them. (laughs) So that's why in moments like this, You know, you you get into a conversation like this when you aren't in the midst of some big stress that's trying to pull your attention away, that we work on these things. And I remind you of these things. And you reflect on your own moments of how you've dealt with stress in preparation for when it does hit in the hopes that you remember, oh, yeah, I remember Matthew was talking about this. Okay, so what did I reflect on? I said, oh, yes. I remember that meditation works for me in stress. Let me meditate right now. Literally, that is how it can work. It's not always this like pretty process where the stress just bounces off you or just rolls off your back. Nah, it's like you get in it and you get dirty with it and then you pull out what you need to pull out to be able to handle it powerfully. So, Those are the steps. Those are the seven steps that you can use to keep yourself present, calm, and clear in the midst of chronic stress. So I said this at the top of the episode, and I'm going to say it again. If you need some help in dealing with the chronic stress in your life, then reach out because I can teach you how to do this stuff. I can teach you different mindsets and different practices. I can help you build and hone your toolbox so that you can handle whatever life throws at you, from chronic stress to acute stress. Because life is going to continue to present situations that are going to create stress within you. And you do not have to get your butt whooped every time. You don't. You don't just have to endure it. It doesn't have to be like stepping in the ring with a prize fighter and you've got no fighting skills and you just get, you know, walloped on. Nah, it doesn't have to be that way. You can navigate stress powerfully. 
you can experience discomfort and not have to suffer through it. All of that is possible and all of it can be learned because I've learned it because I was not that way in the past. Let me tell you, I did not handle stress powerfully. I turned my back from anything stressful, anything fearful, anything uncomfortable. I never stepped into it. And now years later, I'm on the total opposite end of that spectrum. And so I can teach you all those things. And that's part of what I do in my Abundant Loving Life coaching. If that's you, then email me at Matthew at MatthewBibbins.com. All right. Thank you so much for joining me in today's awesome and fun and, and just very powerful conversation. That's what we had today. A very powerful conversation about some real stuff when you are on your journey to creating and experiencing your abundant loving life. Because stress is going to happen and you got to learn how to deal with it powerfully. If you want to really feel like you have it all. That's just part of it. So I am, uh, I'm excited for all the magic you're going to create and what you're going to be learning by doing these examinations and just looking back at how you showed up powerfully and really just seeing and feeling you tap into your power and believe in yourself and have that confidence, that feeling that you can handle it, like you can navigate life joyfully. That's what I'm most excited about for you. And with that, my name is Matthew Bivens. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day. And here is to you having it all. Quick note about the Having It All podcast. I am not a doctor nor a licensed therapist. I'm a guy with a story and a passion for conscious conversation. My thoughts, opinions, and beliefs are my own. So please consult with your doctor or healthcare provider regarding any questions or issues you have related to your personal, physical, or mental health. Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done, why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad-approved, Dadages. Hi there, I'm Chad Higgins. If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Dadages. That's D-A-D-A-G-E-S, wherever you listen to your podcasts.